Bam, we're live. Uh, Matthew, I would like to um, address... Hi, Tracy. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah, so good. I'd like to address one thing really quick. I apologize with some of the cantankerous crowd. Uh, I, raw meat does not give you diarrhea, Matt, and uh, that's 20 burpees. Okay. <laughs> Back to it. Hey, thank you. Uh, not not only for coming on, but on behalf of all the uh, parents out there who know, uh, who currently are aware of what you're doing, those who don't know what you're doing, and those who are fighting against you, who someday will wake up and be like, holy shit, thank God for people like Tracy Anderson. <laughs> well, good morning to you. <laughs> I want to start like way, way back in the beginning um, about how we were both libtards and how that happened and and how we woke up from that. But but before I do, I want to get people on the hook and let them know what you did. Um, Tracy has a uh, just a fucking awesome uh, husband, uh, Harvard grad, Marine Corps, principal of Catholic school uh, and just all around badass after a long stint as a principal at a high school. Catholic high school in the Bay area. He, um, says, Hey, I'm going to go do ski patrol in Utah. She's like, huh? Okay. And she jumps on board with him. The family goes to what a transition, right? To work on the ski slopes. Um, but, but still in the vein of helping people goes to Utah and while she's there and we'll hear more from, from her mouth, but while she's there, um, she takes her kid to the high school and some smart ass kids fucking approach her and say, Hey, you can't be here without having masks on. And, uh, she didn't, uh, very much like me, she didn't play any of the games. She didn't do any, she didn't do quarantine. She didn't do mass. She didn't spread the fear at all. Zero. She refused from the very beginning. She knew that wearing a mask was contagious and that lying to people was contagious. And that when you act scared, everyone around you acts scared. And so she didn't, she didn't play that game, but here's where it's crazy. You ready for this? Well, people like me were bitching on my podcast. She became the legal director for Utah Parents United. Is that the name, the organization? And within two months of becoming the legal director, she was able to get a bill passed in the state of Utah that made it illegal to mandate masks on kids in public schools. Now she gives when she tells the story, she gives the credit to all thirteen thousand people who are um, part of this uh, coalition. Is that a fair word? Yes. Here, yes. But dude, but dude, crazy. That is so bad. And and so and in all fairness, then she admits she was addicted. She had that. She tasted that excess. She went to her first CrossFit competition, got on the podium, and uh, and ever since then she's been yeah addicted to CrossFit. No, she, she. So you had a victory. You had a, you had a victory that was like hugely beneficial. By the way, you can still wear your mask. No. Never. Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't even wear your because I, I was looking at the law that you can wear it. They just can't mandate it. Oh yeah, if you want to. Yeah yeah yeah. She. Yeah. she this isn't um. There's a middle road here, people. Like, there's people who saying you have to wear a mask, and there's people maybe who say no, no one should wear a mask. She's she. If you want to wear a mask, you can. She's just saying you can't force it on kids. I want the same choice you have. Oh, what do you mean by say that again? I want the same choice you have. If you want to wear a, you get to wear a mask or not wear a mask. I didn't have that choice. 
And right. I, I want that choice for my child for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, before we get to that story, um, where were you born? California, my California girl. And in, in what city? Fremont, Newark. Okay. I was born in Oakland. Were you? Okay. Yeah. What hospital? Say that again? What hospital? Uh, the children's hospital there. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. born somewhere over there in Hayward. I forget the hospital. And your parents were what? What did they do? What was their vocation? Dad was a pilot. Uh, Mom was just a secretary. And uh, for what airline? My dad, Pan Am. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) By the way, Tracy, this is Caleb. Caleb's deployed somewhere um, far, far away where uh, at night it it never drops below 105 degrees. Wow. Thank you for your service. God bless you. Beaver sport. <laughs> so, um, and, and both your parents were Democrats. No, no. no. Oh, okay. I don't think my mom really did politics. Uh, no, but my father was very conservative. No shit. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and- I was. I was in Clinton's domestic peace corps. That's how much of a libtard I was. Yeah. I worked in the East Field. In high is that di- is that different than the regular Peace Corps? The domestic? Oh, because it's local. Because yeah, you stay in, in California. I stayed in California. So, yeah, I was. I built a five county housing system for people living with AIDS when I was in college. Are you watching? Uh, total side note: Are you watching the the AIDS flare up in California and the connection they're putting between that and the vaccine? Are you seeing that? I, I, I have in my world, the people that I associate with in the parents' rights space, that's all everybody talks about. But I, that particular subject, I don't have time to delve into it. What's going on? I mean, people well, me and their children, their neighbor's children, their neighbor's child has dropped dead in the shower at 12, right? Because of the job. So that's the world I live in. It's probably good you don't know about that stuff. I actually, in my notes here, I I have a thing. I'm concerned you're spreading yourself too thin because you're such a do-gooder. And because there so many fights are opening up on so many fronts, I'm like, man, is she getting spread too thin? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and what did your, what did you, so at some, were you um like in the, in the, you know, in the fifth grade, when they have you, I don't know if you did this, but I did this in the fifth grade. They have the school when the elections are going, they have the school vote. Do you, do you remember doing stuff like that? Did you vote when you would vote and do the mock elections? Did you vote for conservatives? No, this is all about empowering parents to stand up for themselves. That's you mentioned the addiction. This is, I was, I was a party girl, you know, I'm a lawyer, but I was drinking margaritas and no, no. And so you weren't even into politics as a kid? No, no at I all. hated it at all. No, I was not running for office in high school or any of that. <clears throat> no, and, and California Parents Union is nonpartisan, just so you know. We work to empower parents to make their own choices and to stand up for their own choices. Me personally, <clears throat> I see through it all as a lawyer, but some people don't. And so we just want to help you do what's best for your child. doesn't matter what side of the issue you're on. When you say you see it all, you mean you see the games both the left and the right are playing. Is that what you mean? This is about control. There's a bigger agenda here. And, and I'm not going to get all weird. But when this whole thing started, I had a, a dream. It was a fight between good and evil. And I literally walked around the grocery stores looking at people wearing masks. Going, what the 
heck is going on here? It just, it would, how are parents going to keep their kids home for two weeks? This is insanity. You know, and then I got jumped by five security guards, dragged through a casino, handcuffed to a bench, charged with a crime of trespass, kicked off an airplane, and went, oh, wow. Was that, was that before the Utah thing? That was... Before you moved to Utah? Was it, um, it was before the Utah thing. Yeah, girlfriend okay. of mine and I went to go gamble. Uh, and I sued their asses and got some money out of them. Uh, for what they did to me, but, but it was pretty serious. And, and I am 52 and they're doing this to our children. They're putting children outside in the cold. They're locking them in storage closets and imagine the cortisol challenges those kids are facing. Right. So once, once it happened to me and I got past all the trauma of it, I'm like, uh, we're going to fight. And I, I got your back. So, so, yeah. so what she's referencing about kids in the closets is, um, and obviously she hears a, a lot of these dark stories, and I'm sure we're going to get into a bunch of them, but uh, kids who go to school aren't wearing a mask and the teachers put them in the closet. Okay, fine. You're not going to wear a mask and you stay in the closet all day. And then, and then you were in Vegas and you, were, you didn't want to wear a mask and security grabbed you and handcuffed you to a bench and left you there for two hours. And that's in, that bench is in a public setting where people can see you. No, it's the, um, it's like the back room. They have like a little mini jail that's with, with windows yeah. and they, yeah, they handcuffed me on a bench. I lost, I lost feeling in my thumb and they screamed at me too. You were screaming when you were being jumped in front of children. Like, what do you expect? I'm going to say something really dickish here, but in, these are 1295 an hour rent-a-cops doing that. Yes, totally. <laughs> totally. They were awful. It was unbelievable over a mask. And like, And you know what they tried to do? They had the medics come in and take my blood. And I'm in my lizard brain, not my lawyer brain. I'm flipping out. I'm sobbing. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then finally it dawned on me, they're checking for drugs, right? They're thinking, because my heart rate is so high. It's going to pound out of my chest. They were taking a blood test to see if I was uh, doing blow or something. I was totally sober. And the cops were like, you have to calm down. So, yeah, they were they were going at, after me. It they was, took blood from you while you were handcuffed to the bench? Yep. They were, try, they were trying to prove a case against me. Because think about it. I mean, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? right. So who knows what she's been doing? I was literally trying to go to the pool. It was like, so it didn't get me this time, you know? So and, it was, and it was one of those pools where you had to schedule. It was during that time you had to schedule your time to go. And you had to wear a mask when you got out of the pool. It was so ridiculous. So I didn't make it to the pool, needless to say. But. <clears throat> Did you make it back to your room that night? Yeah, they, they, that's when they chased me through the casino. And um, I, I, no, I did not, actually. I tried to get on the elevator and some security guards jumped in with me. And I had freaked out by them because there's five guys chasing me. And so I jumped back off. And, and it was a couple other security people and they're really nice. And we started talking and I relaxed for a moment. And then here comes the, I won't say the name of the company, um, security. And that's when they jumped me and they dragged me right out the back door and locked me in a, and then they took, they went, my girlfriend got my suitcase. They kicked me out on the street and we went and got the most expensive hotel we could find. Did they try to put a mask on you when you were, when you were handcuffed to the bench? No. Yeah, that's even that's hilarious too. So yeah. they don't even they don't even really care. No, they don't really care. Um, so so you're you're you you're just a regular Bay Area kid. You like to drink, you like to party, but you do well enough in school to um to become an attorney to get accepted to law school. 
And at this, and then after law school, is that when you went into the um, Peace Corps? No, that that was during college. It at Sac State. It was gosh, what year was this? Ninety eight, ninety seven. Clinton's domestic peace corps was a big deal. You, made, you like, graduated high school in eighty eight. Yes, okay. that's what I am. And what, what high school did you graduate from? You graduate. When did you graduate? Ninety. Ninety. Okay, so I'm older than you. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. When I look at you, I can't believe when you said you were 52. That was a test that ADA said she's parading as older. It's CrossFit. It's CrossFit. Yeah. And you you are a CrossFitter also. Oh, baby. It was a Christmas gift for my husband. And I. that's another addiction. Every day at noon. And, what, and which gym do you go to? Um, First City in Monterey. Crazy. And how long have you been doing that? Oh, gosh. Four years? Four years? If... Yeah, I need to eat better though. Um, do, do you think? Uh, um, oh, I can't believe I'm going to open another door. Do you think that um, the fact that we hang that you know there was this uh, there were all these articles coming out for a minute that people who work that working out makes you um, swing right, and I was like, actually, they're right. They're correct in that assertion, and I think the reason why is is because you start realizing that your only hope is personal accountability and personal responsibility, and that you, you're in that gym. You have to, you can't play the victim. You have to work hard to get through to make it out the other. You know, you come in, and an hour later, you have to come out the other side. And so, people like me who may have entered this program as a liberal, maybe it is just through the hard work and realizing I have to be responsible for my own health and my own safety and my and, and all of those things. That maybe it it slowly does bring me out of a victim mindset, a blaming mindset. That's brilliant. But that article is the stupidest thing I ever. Heard. I know the article's batshit crazy, but <laughs> but on another hand, I'm like, yeah, and it slows down, and, and it makes you more conscious. You're focused on your breathing more. You have less time for thinking. It it's, it it elevates your whole consciousness to be put in this oxygen deprivation. It's it's kind of a sort of a a lazy man's yoga um, crossfit. By lazy, I mean not yoga, but a lazy man's meditation because you're forced to meditate. You have to bring your whole being to yourself because you're in essence, you're trying to survive that hour Yeah, through yeah. your breathing. You, you're definitely trying to survive that hour, but I'll tell you, like you said, it shuts my head off as a lawyer. I need to shut my head off. I, I love it. I love it. I actually just recently got hurt for the first time ever, but it was me. It was too, it was too, bleh. it was a, so, what yeah. what what happened? I I was doing box jumps, and I was I was just I needed that workout so bad for the stress that I was doing box jumps in, in the middle of the rig like a dumbass, and so I jumped down and hit barely hit my head on the rig and landed wrong and twisted a ligament. So I'm fine now, but slowed me down. Fair, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Greg used to say. Uh, if you're going to help your cardiovascular health, you're going to have to take risk with orthopedic calamity. <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to get off the couch and risk falling down as you go to the bathroom or just shit on the couch. What, what, what was the first, what were the signs that you were a liberal? What were the things that like you did then that now you see, see as preposterous, anything jump out at you? Oh, oh goodness. Um, you know, I've always kind of been level headed. Um, what did I do that was preposterous? You're going to have to let me think about that one. This was 20 years ago. I was a libtard and I married my husband who, who just slowly talked me through everything and showed me how ridiculous liberals are, you know, 
They, they think with emotion. That's what it is. I can't think of a specific example, but they, they think with emotion. We are going to destroy the gas industry and make everybody buy a $50,000 car that nobody can afford because it's electric because we want to save the planet. What? Right? That's thinking right. with emotion. Love for the planet. That's not, that's not practicable. I couldn't even, I mean, as a lawyer, I'm not going to go buy a thirty, forty, $50,000 car right now. There's no way. So and, 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 then, and then as it comes out more and more, you can see that the electric cars are actually doing more damage to the environment than the gas well, they cars. They're, they're not going to look at that. No, they won't look at that. Yeah, it's, it's fat. It's fast. I am always fascinated by people who made um, the jump. Do you think you're more open minded now than you were um, 20 years ago? Oh, yeah. As a, as a, especially as a trained lawyer, you have to do you have to see both sides of the issue. So I'm gonna, I need to know how they're going to come at me. I was trying to read Rules for Radicals. Have you tried to read that? No. Who wrote it? It's uh, Saul Alinsky. Okay. It's, it's just really dense. But I'm trying to figure out the other side because they the games they play, once California Parents Union about taking the teachers' unions down because they're the ones that hurt our kids. And it's about getting in, you know, getting in, money numbers so that we can buy our way just like everybody else does into the legislature. Right. <clears throat> so we're going to, once we get to a million members, which is where we're going, they're going to come after us and we need to be ready. Right. So I need to think like the enemy. I told myself I was going to mention this like 20 times. I haven't mentioned it once. California parents United is the uh, name of the organization. Correct? California parents Union. Yeah. California parents United started they're a 501c3. California Parents Union is an actual special interest group for parents. And it was it's born out of it's okay. It's born out of the fact that I was asked to be lead opposition in a bill in the legislature, which means I get to go speak and do all those fancy things. And my bill got dropped from the agenda, but another group reopened California, Jonathan Zacherson's amazing. He put up, you know, great speakers, and the proponent of that bill was Helix, the company that did that sells the testing, and it's the one that just went into law, SB 1479, which means there's going to be a person managing COVID tests in every school, which is ridiculous. <clears throat> but that bill went up before the committee. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people called in to oppose it, and the legislators turned around and they voted for the bill. And I had spent my whole day there. And I, I thought, these guys are bought. They're bought and paid for. We need to be bigger than the teachers' unions. We need to be bigger than companies like Helix. And parents, we can do it. There's 40 million people in California. We get to 1 million with California Parents Union. It's $25 a year. There's 25 grand. We can go influence those legislators and have a big voice at the Capitol and have lobbyists and do opposition research. So, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's the point of the whole thing here. Uh, can, can you pull that up, Caleb? It, it's it's California. If you type in California Parents United, I th- is, it, is it one consolidated website? California no, Parents California Union? No. ParentsUnion.com. So I think we got ahead of ourselves. I, I really want people to understand this. This is an organization that is trying to build enough members so it can have a loud enough voice that it fucking makes a difference. And it's trying to raise money to do that. And on one hand, you might be like, well, I don't live in California. I don't give a shit. We're going to give Tracy a chance to explain to you why that's not a good thought. And then the next thought I had was, well, I homeschool my kids. What do I care? Go fuck yourself. And that's not the way to think either. Um, 
So it, this this is an or your money go this your money go you man do you watch to make sure this money isn't spent corruptly, Tracy? So I already own four houses. Okay, get that out there. This okay. is not about money. This is twenty five dollars a year grassroots organization. If you want to drop a bucket of dough on me, then you, we have a pack that will support Parents Rights Canada. I don't want a bucket of dough. This is $25. If you click on the membership lounge there, on the next one there, click on that. You'll For your $25, you get resources. One of the resources you can see is a little faded out is homeschooling resources. It is a, we have a whole campaign we're going to launch on homeschooling because what's happening in our schools, I don't know if you, you, do, do gentlemen have kids? Three. Okay. How old are they? No? Uh, five, 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 and seven. Okay. So they're trying, they're trying to uh, get your, are you, are they in kindergarten? I, I don't know. They're, they'll never go to school. My kids will never go to school. Okay. Well then if you were to put them in school, what you're going to yeah. see is that they're trying to teach them at five years old, that there are more than two genders. Oh, well, so the reason why, the reason why I pulled my kids out of school, one of the many reasons was they were at this fabulous school. I loved it. And I grew up in the Bay Area and it, it, I went to the, all the gay pride parades. I went to Love Fest, Oktoberfest. I partied hard. All my, all my staff knows it. I'm the first person like if, if, if you need to take a piss and you don't want to put your beer down, I'll hold your dick for you. Like I don't care. <laughs> that being said. That's a good friend. That You're welcome. That being said, if if um, I, I went to to my kid's school and there was an LGBTQ flag hanging under the U.S. flag, and I'm like, "What's that about?" And they're like, "Oh, that's the acceptance flag." I said, "No, the one with the that that flag is the genitalia flag. That's the one you put in front of your house so people know that you like. If, if they want to fuck with the same genitalia, they come by that house. The American flag is the acceptance flag. If you have an acceptance problem, it, it goes through that flag. The LGBTQ flag is the genitalia flag. It's 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 a sex flag." I'm okay with it too. Like throw one big one up on your garage so all the homies can buy come by and have a cold one. I'm down. But not on the school because I don't want my kid I'm, I don't want to talk to my kid about straight sex or um uh uh gay sex or any kind of sex. I'll talk to him about reproduction, yes. but I don't want to talk to them about sex in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I don't. I'm not a prude. You want to show them two ze- how two zebras have sex? You want to talk to them about sperm and ovaries? I'm I'm down. You're putting if you're talking to a child about sex, you're putting that idea in their head. Yes. They're not thinking about it. They're not thinking about it. And you know, somebody you should have on your show is gays against groomers. I've been trying. I've been trying. I got a line for you. I'll, I'm trying. Okay. I've yeah. been trying. Yeah, they're amazing. You know what happens in somebody's bedroom is private. Okay, that needs to stay there. We don't need to impose that on our children. No. Um, so, so going back, I want to go back to the, uh, the website, California parents union. This is, I want you guys to seriously hear this. I don't ask you guys to join in. I'm not asking you guys to join in, but I don't ask you guys for a lot of stuff, but I want you to think about this. If you have kids, this is kind of the, this is the front line where Tracy and this organization are going to fight to make sure that the control comes back to the parents and the teachers and is not left in the hands of big pharma. Or the Illuminati, yeah, yeah. or you put in whoever the fuck you want, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and the teachers unions. So, so, so on, this is the teachers unions were the ones that kept our schools closed longer. They sat down with the CDC and did that. They tried to contract our parental rights away with school districts. And here's the one that really pisses me off. Every time I tell the story, uh, Roseville Joint Union High School School District finally, after ten months 
passed a resolution banning masks in that school district to give people choice. The teachers unions turned on their own and said, you are instructed to manipulate the relationship between teacher and student to guilt these little sweet six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds into putting their masks back on. I have a video somewhere that went viral where a teacher is screaming at children, I'm not losing my credential. You're putting your mask back on. I mean, I really? saw it. that's all the teachers unions. And that is them turning on their own. And here's the thing. California teachers unions are 37th in services across the United States, right? But they're perceived number one most powerful. That means we're fighting a perception. We get to a million members, we win. We get oppo research, we get lobbyists. You want to be a representative or on the board of California Parents Union because you're a powerhouse? Call me. This is not about me. This is not about money. This is about getting to a million members so that when we walk in the door, they listen. It's time. Where where, there's a school district called the Roosevelt School District. Is that joint union? Yeah. And that's in California. Yes, correct. And their board passed a law or passed a rule saying you can't mandate kids to wear masks. It was right around January before the CDPH changed the wording and the guidance. Yeah, they stood up. They had they were the first one with balls to do that. Is that up in Shasta County? It's near Placer. Like, okay. Yeah. That's up North. Okay. Yeah. Um, Scott and then, is the president of the board, you know, Renee Rogers and Shamine Phillips, all those guys, those parents out there did it. NorCal Freedom Alliance. And what does that look like specifically when the teacher's union gives guidelines for the teachers to manipulate the students into wearing masks? There's Any examples? Some, there's some sort of communication method, like all the superintendents across the state get on Zooms and they spew whatever order it is and then dumbasses do their marching orders. Same idea with the teachers unions. There's a communication method and I haven't figured that out yet. Um, and these teachers, they, they, they told them that their teacher credential is at risk. And here's the thing, a teacher's credential is at risk if a teacher or an educator, like a principal that has a teaching credential, it breaks the actual law. So we parents use that tool against teachers who who discriminate, harass, bully, hurt children, right? You can complain to the California Teacher Credential Commission. And it's a big deal. They'll get investigated and their credential could be at risk. But the teachers unions turned and used that tool on their teachers and said, if you don't force mask and manipulate, your credential's at risk, which is legally stupid and cruel. But that's who the teachers unions are. They spend 60% of their $500 that they have on politics. And it's not politics for everybody. So, and teacher, teachers are scared. The teachers that I talk to across the state of California, they feel like it's the mafia. They feel oppressed and they just stick their head down, do their jobs, but they're not being supported. And the teachers unions take $1,000 a year out of that salary, out of their salaries. That's a lot of money for a teacher. So there are other organizations that give you what you need. And California Parents Union is working to partner with them. So you leave the teachers union, save the $1,000, come over to our side, and we'll we'll get you supported. I mean, you don't have to be a, you don't have to join the teachers union if you're a teacher. No, there's a, what's called the Janus decision that came down. I forget what year it was. I think it was 2019 that that yeah made it voluntary. And if you know that they spend 60 percent of that money on politics, right there. Uh, uh, going back, California Parents Union is nonpartisan. And why right. am I saying that? Because let's say you're a teacher. Um, Let's say you're a teacher and you're like, hey, I don't want to be with these fucking rednecks, right wing fucking 
gun-toting, God-loving jerk-offs. That's not what these people are about. That's not what these people are about. No. These no. people are about um, giving the choice back to the students, the teachers, and the parents and not being bullied once again. Does Big Pharma own the teachers union? I don't know. Who owns I don't them? I that answer to that question. But, but you know, we're, we're about choice. And one place where we all came together is we are all anti-mandate. Republican, Democrat, independent, we're all anti-mandate. That's where we come together. It's, it's about choice. I, I, I wonder why... Um, it's interesting that the Democrats are so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So easily influenced by all of this and the, and the Republicans aren't, I mean, JFK, JFK said it great. What was the line? He said the famous line, don't ask what um, your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. And they've kind of flipped the script on that. They lost their way somewhere. Yeah. It's delusion. They're what they're really good at. Is sticking to an ideal. It's crazy. They they all stick together. The Republicans, the infighting is crazy. It's it's embarrassing. So what what do you mean by that? Just like you mean at the very top, like the Trumps and the DeSantos and the Cruzes not getting along and the the Republican the state Republican Party in California is mm-hmm. sending money out of state. Why are they doing that? They don't believe in any of the Republican candidates. It's crazy. And on a more local level, you've got the Patriots versus the Rhinos. The Patriots. I had a situation here where my local congressman, the candidate for Congress running against Panetta, was thrown out of a Patriot meeting because he's a Rhino. I mean, is it, you know, what is, I don't know what that is, a Rhino and a Patriot. Those establishment are Republican. Like, like establishment Republicans are pussies, right? They'll go party line. They're not afraid to stand up. They're, they're really part of the problem. So you've got this new crop of conservatives, if you will, called patriots. It used to be, I, I don't know, like the tea. Are party. they more like libertarians? They're just, they're just no nonsense stand up. Like, um, no, like Anthony Tremino is a great example. He's like, first day in office, I'm doing this, taking this down, no more this, no more that. Whereas you've got Dolly, who's sort of, you know, running for governor, you sort of middle of the line. We're going to work together, that kind of thing. And that concerns the patriots, the people like me who have been through hell and back, right? And, and But the p- problem within the Republican Party is they're fighting each other. They're not working together. Whereas with the Democrats, whether you like each other or not, <clears throat> they're all in lockstep on their ideals. They stand by a candidate and they all you know put all put their money all the way to the end. So, so to the Democrats' credit, they're better at organizing. It's just the way it is. And it's tragic. If, you know, if all the Republicans could come together, we take down, we take back California. Did you know that 23% of, only 23% of Republicans voted in the recall? Wow. What? I've, I voted in the recall and I don't vote and I voted in the recall. Yeah. So anyways, that's what's, that's what's happening. Gavin Newsom's a ba- I think he might be like a, like a sincerely a bad human being. Yes. I would like, say narcissist. Um, this, this last thing. Um, I was in a room full of Democrats a couple nights ago, and they can't even believe that he signed that. I mean, hardcore Democrats. Which one? Talking about the one where there's no more doctors in in, um, there's no more doctors in California. It's done. Everyone's just a tool of the government now. Doctors aren't allowed to give you a second opinion if they don't if they don't read it off the government website. 
they're not they can lose their um i mean I've, i know you know i don't mean to be i know i'm preaching to the choir but basically what happened is last month the bill passed that basically says the doctors can't give you a second opinion on your covid you have to basically read off the government website and that those are the rules you have to follow and now a month later gavin newsom he could have vetoed it and a ton of people around him i'm talking like really dumb libtards around him were like newsom do not sign this this is crazy and he signed it. I think he signed it last night or the night before. It's done. So there's no, there's no you can't get you can't get any information. Doctors will lose their license if they give you their opinion on COVID. It's, it's AB 2098, and I'm what, what is it? What's the bill? AB 2098, and I'm part of a group of lawyers. They're getting ready to amass litigation. We just had a meeting yesterday. Um, my mom's an attorney. She's in, 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 uh, I don't want to out her for her, her politics, but, um, I, w- I was happy to hear her say that shit ain't going to fly. Yeah. It's unconstitutional. It's, it's unconstitutional. The question is what are they but people do? will die in the meantime because yeah. of it. Yep. It, 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 it verify, it validates that the, yeah, yeah. If you go down, I think it validates that the COVID vaccine right there, number C, the safety and efficacy of the COVID 19 vaccine have been confirmed through evaluation. That's crazy. It's not even FDA approved. That's a flat out lie. If you're taking the COVID vaccine. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're entering yourself into a medical trial. Do you understand that? If you're entering yourself into a medical trial, go ahead. But it is not confirmed safe. Millions of people are dropping dead because of it. Dicks are stop, stopping working. Have you heard about that one? This, this is you're entering yourself into a medical trial and now it's in a law that it's safe and effective. I'm on this thread with a handful of doctors and um, every day uh, there's five new people, young men. It's, it's all young men. It's kind of weird. Uh, not all young men. I'd say 85% young men are, uh, who are dropping dead all around the country, all healthy, all athletes too. It's weird. Cause those are the ones I guess that make the news. Yep, exactly. It's, it's tragic. Uh, public school enrollment uh, across the – there's 20 states in the last two years that public school enrollment has dropped 10%, and in California it's dropped 1.8%. And and there's uh, – I'm just putting this in context for people listening. There's, there's about uh, 49 million kids attending public school in the United States. Meanwhile, private schools in California enrollment has gone up 1.7%. Um, what is – what is happening Parents don't want their kids to be indoctrinated. CRT, where the white man is the oppressor. One of my board members is actually going on Dr. Phil to debate this issue. Uh, They're filming on Tuesday. So CRT, the sex ed curriculum, is is incredibly unbelievable. Here's one for you. Have you heard of the Trevor Project? No. Okay. Or if I have, I blocked it out of my mind. Right. So big companies, big celebrities all got behind the Trevor Project. And it's the idea behind it is it's a place where LGBTQ, whatever, kids can go and be supported. And it's little chat rooms. The problem is, is adults are going in there and they're identifying as littles and they're chatting with the kids and they're selling them sex toys and they're trying to get them offline <clears throat> to go through. Yeah. Trevor Project. You, if you need to go find out if this is connected to your school and the kids are using it. And I have seen things that I can't even repeat that are so unbelievable happening in those chat rooms. These are kids below, like under high school age. Yes. Yes. And they're, they're coming after the pedophiles are coming after them in chat rooms. And, and 
This one is where you're sitting there and you're a little kid and you're chatting and your parent walks up behind you. There's a button you can click to escape so your parent can't see. It gave me a, a prompt when I opened up the website. It says click escape three times to click out. See? See? That is scary. You, you, that means something really bad is going on back there. Pornhub needs that. <laughs> they do need that. Uh, that's crazy. Right. And in, in, in San Luis Obispo. There, the website, dude, it's, 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 it's the white van driving around your neighborhood offering candy to the kids. Totally. Holy shit. And there's a way. They have a, do you, I can't believe they have an escape. So if you're, I mean, it just says you're doing something wrong. It just admits you're doing something wrong. Are you guys techies? Because there's some way they're getting them to go offline through Xbox or something. It's this weird, oh, come play with me outside and we'll go play over here. It's it's like, it's creepy. How old did you, how old was your daughter? Sorry for being so personal, but how old was your daughter when you gave her a cell phone? Oh, great question. It was middle school. It was six, seven, eight, eighth grade, something like that. And the reason, and I don't like that I did that, honestly. I think you should wait till high school. But the reason is safety. It's it. That's why we did. That's it. what they all say. That's what all the parents say. Do you think that that's is that is that is that not being able? To, so the reason why I didn't get the um, uh, vaccine is because I did a, a risk assessment, right? I saw, I just did the simple math. I saw that the vast majority of people were dying, had four more comorbidities. I scoured the internet looking for one healthy person who died. I couldn't find it. 65% of the people who died in China had been smoking for 30 years or more. When the science started saying it was old people who were dying, I said, it's not old people who are dying. It's people who have had 40 years to drink Coca-Cola every day. Like I just, and I'm like, Hey, there's nothing here for me. And I live with three boys who they, they, they're professional germ collectors. My boys are unvaccinated, born on the living room floor, and everything they do, they just collect germs and shove them and, and go like this. I'm not even joking. Just walk through airports, wiping their hands on all the walls, and then lick their hands and shove them <laughs> about their nose. And my kids never get sick. They've got an immune system. What a yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I made the risk assessment, and I didn't do it. Is the phone thing, is that just ridiculous too? Is that um, – and I appreciate your honesty because all the coolest kids I've ever met now, all the kids who make eye contact, shake my hand, stand up straight – talk with a cadence that's that's perceptible to me um you have an enlarged vocabulary aren't uh have weird social issues I, they they're either homeschooled or their parents didn't get them a phone until they were 15 or 16 yep amen and i'm like holy shit this is a pretty strong correlate i mean i had no tv for seven years and i don't have girls either so so bear with me mine are boys well i had no tv for seven years when my daughter was born but that phone, it's it's pressure, and it is. It's horrible. Don't do it. They don't need it. They don't need it. Don't give it to them. Give it to them in college if you can, if you can hold off, or give them a flip phone. Don't do it. I, I was, but we did it because of safety. She could call us if anything happened. What's your husband's? Did you and your husband? Um, did you guys see eye to eye on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't fight. We don't. Yeah, we we fight about money, but. Not anymore. I mean, he just is like, I don't even care about money anymore. So we don't fight. God, I love your husband. What's he doing now? What's he doing now? So he, he works uh, for a company called Curriculum Associates. He uh, teaches software to teachers and principals, diagnostic software. And he goes to schools. He's in Lodi right now. How hard was it to pass that? Um, 
So, so going, going back, I want to tell you guys, this took me, I, I, I watched um, a, a ton of videos yesterday and I'm going to try to explain this to you in Utah. She passed a bill, her and her organization passed a bill, making it so masks wouldn't have to be mandated in the schools. For some reason in California, she's not using the legal route. She's going to use a coalition of parents. Why different tactics? Uh, and, and, she, and she wants to uh, take over school boards. So she wants to build a base of a million parents, um, get them excited, invigorated, have them get invested in the schools, and then slowly take over the school boards so the school boards will protect the students and the teachers. Why that route and not the political route like you took in, in Utah? Because we have activist judges. So let me tell you a story. Did you see the video of the four-year-old that went viral? Did you see that video? Uh, yeah, I, I got some issues with that, too. Is, are you talking about the dad who took the kid to school? So that just let me summarize for you and then yeah. we can take issue. I don't like the dad put the kid in that situation, by the way. Well, all he did was take him to school and take a video. That's all he did. He didn't. And then he gave it to actually a friend of mine. I don't want to name him, but and they mishmashed the video that went viral. OK, that school district backed off in 24 hours. Now you I represented had, that family, right? You were the yes, you were okay. lawyer. But I had two other sets of families: uh, Eagle Peak Montessori and Mountain uh, Alum Rock over here in California. I actually went the legal route and filed restraining orders. Now listen to this: the Santa Clara County. So the judge denied the restraining order. Okay, so I lost. The day before the judge denied the restraining order, Santa Clara County rescinded all health orders. Now, if you understand that school districts don't have police power to mandate any of this, but health officers do by law, you're sitting here with a health officer who's rescinding all these orders. And there's a thousand kids sitting there masked because of superintendent Hillary Bauer. A week after I filed a motion for reconsideration, the judge denied that a week later, the Santa Clara County superior court pulled their mask requirements. So we've got the court, the County, Everybody else in the county not masking in this one school district is allowed to do it. And I went through the court system but and lost. But I went through the court of public opinion, and in 24 hours, it was over. That's wow. why we need a million parents. It's 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 standing up and not complying. I did it in Connor. You're basically Costa. saying it's corrupt. The other yes. way, you, you yes. if you go that way, you would have to become governor, and even still then. The, the judges, I have another case in Santa Monica. On the APA, I've had it there for a year, the Administrative Procedures Act. This judge is finding every way he can to kick this case. We we don't have really good judges in California. There are some. I haven't found them yet. So it has to be money and numbers. It's it. Nothing else is working. The difference in Utah is that it's a more Republican state. It's smaller. So 13,000 parents literally called the governor on that bill. I was, I was getting calls from parents and they're like, I've been on hold for 30 minutes. I swear to you, all 13,000 parents called the governor. And, and the you lawyer, met the governor and looked in his eyes and had a oh, chat yeah. with him. He's yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's full of it. He's a, he's a liar. He's a, he's a Democrat. They're all the whole entire state of Utah is like, you fooled us. He's a Biden. He's a, he's a Biden lackey. <laughs> oh man. Who is yeah. the governor of Utah? Cox, governor Cox. I love Sarah Cox. That's my friend, by the way. Who is that? His wife? Who's Sarah? No, no. Sarah Cox, my good friend. I just oh, want to make sure that there's no, everyone knows there's no relationship. She's a big sponsor of the podcast. 
Big oh, sponsor, okay. big sponsor. I'm just being what funny. Let's talk wonderful about her. What does she do? Yes, she does everything great. She, she does no wrong. She doesn't even, when she walks, she doesn't even touch the ground. Aw, I'm going to meet her. <laughs> I can set that up. Um, uh, two questions. Um, they're, they're both fun. Do you think the God talk alienates um, the, the the Democrats? I'm not a I'm not a God person at all. I'm not a gun person at all. And in the last few years, I've realized that there's no one rather I'd rather live to than uh, someone who has a shitload of guns. I want all my neighbors to have guns, and I want all my neighbors to be God God people. And, and when I was a libtard, I for some reason I felt like I had to battle these people. And now as I wake up, I'm realizing these people have an enormous value to society. They keep the moral fiber and integrity of the society intact. They keep um, – I, I would. there's a friend of mine, uh, Russell Berger, who used to carry a gun. I'm not fr- – I don't see him anymore. But like I know that if something happened, he would just pull his gun out and blast the bad guy. Yep. And, and, and I have a handful of other friends who, who like that too who have concealed carry. I'm not sure how that happened to me. I'm not sure if it's because I had kids. But I can see their value without being one of them. Do you know what I mean? I see the enormous – I would love to be in a neighborhood full of fucking Mormons. You know what I mean? Like it's good. No one – I don't have to, I can leave my car unlocked at night. Totally different world. What, you, what, what, what can we do to the Democrats to get them to understand that we need a, these, these people? It, 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 well, you know? your, your other guest is, serves in the military, right? So this, yeah. he's the better expert on guns. I just learned how to shoot guns. Like, hey, by the way, don't be mean to him, Tracy. He's not a guest. He's a permanent feature. He's oh, like yeah. a he's like a lamp. <laughs> well, I thought he was waiting for his turn. I don't know. No, he doesn't get to say nothing. He just looks good. <laughs> he's a permanent lamp. Yeah. You know, honestly, I ask people if they're believers before I go into that world mm-hmm. because it is a different conversation. Do you? Like on our website, California Parents Union, we have two trainings if you're running for office. One is for believers so that you don't go up there on the podium and start saying scripture and alienate the whole planet. Right. They teach you how to bring your worldview into politics, which is really important. And then we have Leadership Institute, which is completely secular, right? So we don't lose an audience. You, It's obvious which one I am, but some people don't even notice and some people don't say anything. So I always ask, but I'll tell you, when I came back from Utah, and this is going to sound weird if you're not a believer. This is going to sound weird. So just get ready. I literally fell to my knees and cried. We were at the beach. We were at the beach in Aptos for a week, and I could feel the difference in the evil. My relationship with God is a feeling. When I say what I'm supposed to be saying, I get chills, and I know I'm on the right path. And that's what drives me. And it's a bigger high than anything in your life when you realize that you're working for somebody bigger than yourself. And, and so the way when you're not a believer that I talk to people about is I'm doing this for the kids and I can see, I can see the ones who have got chills. I can see the ones that are doing it for their ego. Like you start to get famous, desperate mm, mm. to stay relevant. I could name a couple of parents rights peoples and I won't that are doing that. And it's, and you can see it and, and that clarity and the, that comes with working for God is just so powerful. And I'll say one last thing. I'm a control freak. I'm a lawyer, Right. I own four houses. I run Airbnbs. I'm a, I'm a manager of a corporation, right? President. When you can just let it go, it, it's, it's a sanity keeper. I don't have control. I'm walking into this courtroom 
and it's in God's hands and I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. And then I have the conversation with God later. Why did I just lose? Right. <laughs> you know, but it's very, very free. So that's, I mean, it's yeah. The only I, way you would have the energy you have to do what you do. Well, coffee. You couldn't CrossFit. do it. You, you couldn't do it without God. And CrossFit. Trust me. And CrossFit. God gave you CrossFit. God gave me CrossFit. In Wad We Trust. God gave us Greg Glassman. <laughs> In Wad We Trust. I love that. Um, so, so, so you are aware that that might alienate people. Um, and, and so you, you, you try to reg you try to, you try to know your audience. Yeah. Yeah. More and more people are finding out that that's, what's missing them. Uh, having God in their life. Yeah. It, it, I'm new to it. Three years, four years, something like that. When I walked on the camp, he's been chasing me for years. I'm like, please just don't have a tragedy come so that I have to like listen to you now because I'm not ready. You know, right, literally, right. that was me. Like, I don't want to get into a, I had a cocktail and I drove home. Don't make me, you know, crash into the tree. Like, hear you. Right, I, right. Seriously. But, I hear you. But now, you know, I walked on to the mission, the Carmel mission where my husband was principal and I felt him and it, that was it. And I was, I was doing a speech. In, what year was this? year was this this is when we left so it was like 2020 ish 2019 2020 2019 it was 2019 and uh is it i i could feel them i just and it's very private it's, it's weird you know i don't i don't understand the bible personally i suck at that i i need people to explain scripture to me and i'm a lawyer and i have a brain it's convoluted in my mind I'm, I'm a people person and I can feel it. That's, that's my relationship with God. How, how do you keep, um, and thank you for sharing that. How do, how do you keep um, the, um, when, when you say it's nonpartisan, the California, I want to just keep saying it over and over, California Parents Union. Yeah. You say it's nonpartisan. Um, people should give the $25. Basically what this is going to do is this is going to put the control back in the parent's hand and in the teacher's hand and not let the teacher's union bully people. Yep. Um, in, 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 it, where, where you're allowed to maintain choice um, and, and not in where, how do you keep that organization nonpartisan? We go read it. It's, there's nothing there about politics. I mean, we, so one of the things we're doing is. So you kind of have your rule. You have your, this, Hey, this is what we stand for. Parent choice, parent voice, parent choice done. What is your choice? You want, you like CRT? Great. I'll teach you how to advocate for it. You know, one of the things we're doing with candidates across the state of California is they're applying for endorsements from California Parents Union. And we help blast that all over social media so they get popular and people can see. But they have to sign a pledge that says we will always choose parent choice. Like if you're sitting on a board and something comes to you to decide on, you will always say the parents get to choose. Right. And we have those and they sign them. So now we're going to watch them. And we're going to hold them accountable. So, you know, it's it's always about parent choice. It's never going to be anything else. Why do you think that the parents can make the right choice? They know what's best. You know what's best for your kid. We don't co-parent with the government. They don't. They don't know what's best. Come on, that's an easy answer. They know what's best for their kid, and it's up to them what kind of life they want their child to lead. If they want them to grow up you know, eating vegetables and farming where they wanted to live in an apartment or whatever. Right. You know? Um, uh, thank you, Heidi. 
You t- t- please distract him or her and to tell him. Tell me about you. Why are you not a believer? No. <laughs> um, I looked up the, uh, this is falling into the weeds here a little bit. Um, I looked up, uh, as I started listening to you more, I looked up uh, collapse and mask. And I couldn't believe how many kids Google is just full of kids who've collapsed from wearing masks all over the fucking country. I found this one in Minnesota, 14 kids collapsed because they were forced to wear masks. I went to a jujitsu tournament in, um, uh, where was it? Uh, in Santa Cruz the other day, took my kids there to compete and there were kids there competing with masks on. Oh, so two of my clients have. Can't that be abuse? Can't how is that? How is that taller? How? I mean, you can't hit. You can't just beat the shit out of your. You can't hold. Walk around holding your hand over your kid's face, can you? And restrict oxygen to a child? Wouldn't that be? I feel like twenty years ago you would go to jail for that shit. Yeah, two of my clients cracked, passed out. One of them, seven, little seven-year-old, passed out heat exhaustion. The coach was making her wear a mask. My other one was eleven. He's running and he's wearing a mask and he passed out and cracked his head open on a pole. These yeah. are clients of these are clients these of yours. Clients. Yeah, it's it's and I know a little five-year-old who the kindergarten teacher made him wear a mask while he's playing in the mud. He got a sinus infection, went to a bacterial infection in his ears, and he's deaf. Those masks are child abuse, but no shit. Work. No shit. No shit. Deaf. This is in Watsonville. I told that woman, I go, she should sue. They have a hot, they got a hundred million dollars in COVID money. I said, you should take every damn dime of that from them. And she's like, really nice and really hippie. And she's like, no, it's okay. Your kid is deaf. So yeah. It's crazy. By the way, anyone who doesn't believe me, just start looking that up. You want to, you'll see it's endless. You can scroll through Google forever of kids collapsing from uh, wearing masks. It's, it's, it's not an isolated um, incident. Um, Do you, do you homeschool your daughter? Oh, hell no. She's 16. (laughs) Okay. Tell me why not? My daughter's most important thing in her life is her friends. And she's giving straight A's. She's, she's a lifeguard. She's working for the football team. She's working for the newspaper. That social part of it would, it would be more detrimental to keep her home. Right. The lucky part for me. So this is why I fight for everybody else's kids is my daughter grew up with conservative parents and she's a liberal. And so we have those conversations and she's developed the ability to think for herself. And so I'm not afraid for her. She's going to be fine because she can think for herself. But your daughter is a liberal. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, TikTok makes TikTok's manufacturing liberals. Totally. My my daughter hated me for this whole mask, you know, the fighting until she right. got a conservative boyfriend. Her boyfriend's Mormon. It's like, yep. And they don't, they're not having sex. It's just like, yeah, yeah, this is the parent's dream. But before that, she hated me. She was so embarrassed. I'm a little tiny, teeny, little weenie Instagram star here because I went up against in my little town. Cause I went up against the superintendent who called the cops on me, even though I have a mask exemption and the boyfriend knew me and he comes over. He's like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. It was so cute. And he's just lovely. So 
I want to tell you guys that story, by the way, she just referenced. She went to a Carmel Unified School District um, meeting. I'm just showing off so you know how much I know about you. And um, she uh, – the, the, the school board meeting started. They took a recess, and then they reconvened in another room without telling her because they didn't want to deal with her. That's fucking insane. Yeah, the, the eight sheriffs showed up. It was hilarious. They, they called – um, that he called his lawyer and the lawyer's like, you better stop this. Cause you're going to get sued for discrimination. It was hilarious. They made the parents wait an hour and a half without telling him what was going on. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, so- I didn't sue him. I didn't sue the superintendent. He deserved it, but I just let it go. That's crazy that that happened. That kind of must feel good a little bit, though. Then you know that how scared they are. I mean, to, to, can't, to, to take a recess and meet in another room and not tell you and start the meeting up again is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty interesting there. He's in that he's, he uses pronouns and, and then he would go to the board meetings and he'd read these letters. I'm not going to be bullied. And we all knew he was talking to me, you know, it's just, it's, he's just, a, and you know what, in the end, here's where, this is where God comes in. In the end, the whole entire district that works for him, put in a vote of no confidence and his contract's not being renewed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you imagine working and the, the, the your bosses, the school board didn't renew your contract? I think that's enough punishment for him. Why, why is Carmel, is Carmel a liberal town? Oh, hell yeah. Why? Oh, How I, is that? Those are all rich old people, filthy rich old people. They're uh, it's, it's just leftist. There's a lot of libtards here. Lovely people yeah. near the beach, but no, no, no. This is, I am in enemy territory. But, but you know what? I, I make my way around and people still love me. I have lots of recovered Democrats as friends. So, yeah, me. <laughs> nice to meet you, by the way. Very I'm so nice proud of you that you homeschool. That is, that is the answer. I just can't. That is the answer. Who does it? Well, I'm in a similar situation to you. Yeah. I so well before I go into that, let me you were on a show um with a guy I watched yesterday. It was a couple months ago, and he's an attorney also. I can't remember his name. And he was trying to um explain that he he was he was showing signs of compassion. and I'm being very nice to him for people who don't who haven't awakened yet. And he I, I'm always can I have this war going on inside of me to be like, you're victims or are you accomplices? Like, I don't care if you're fucking ignorant. Part of me doesn't care if you're ignorant. I see you as an accomplice. If you wear a mask, I see you as an accomplice to the hurting of children and people. If I see you uh, who took the vaccine, I see you as an accomplice because basically we're all just mirrors here. And every time you do something, you're telling everyone around you, it's okay. So when I light up a cigarette in a room, I'm telling everyone that smoking is okay. We all want to mirror each other. It's built into us. I know I know how hard it was for you not to wear the mask. I know. Because I avoided almost every because I refused to ever wear a mask. I avoided the places. My wife didn't. My wife's a very kind, docile, gentle woman, but she would go to Whole Foods and they they they'd be like, We won't we won't help you, ma'am. So she would just move to the next checker and the next checker. And finally one checker would help her and she would but she'd be the only person there without a mask. I avoid people. Um where are you giving these people a pass? These people who are, do you see them as 
I mean, there's something libtardish about it to call them victims. Like you're arguing their limitations for them. And and I, I'm struggling with it. I don't want to do that. I want to be like, hey, you're an accomplice. You're not, you're not, you're not a victim. So but Big Pharma tricked me. No, fuck you. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm human, so I'm very imperfect. And I don't have patience for people who wear masks. I have to look away. And and I would let the adults pass, but there's a lot of times where I'm walking down the streets of Carmel and my husband just keeps walking because I'm like, why are you wearing a mask outside? Because I can't help myself. When it came to children, like there were times I'm walking down the streets of Carmel. And again, my husband would just keep walking because he doesn't want to deal with it. Why do you know that, that within three minutes you're hurting your child's brain with a mask? You know, most I, of the children I see wearing masks, the parents aren't wearing masks around. I'm in Santa Cruz. I'm just up the, the city from you. Oh, you and are? I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm in San- and I'm like, what is going on here? Your kids mask, but you're not masked. I mean, that's the vast majority here. So I just walk. Now I walk on the other side of the street because I've got to stop it. I don't have any patience for it. I don't talk you know, it, to it, I, I, I now go bah, when I see people because I've got to do something. And at least I'm being funny, right? With instead of why are you abusing your children? You know, I'm like, bah, and I walk away and then I've gotten it out of me and it's enough, but no, I just, I'm not as kind as you are. I'm a lawyer, not a kindergarten teacher. I'm sorry. I just, it's, they don't do anything, but again, it's your choice. It's your choice. I respect your choice, but personally, I don't believe in them. That being said, go, go, the, the reason, uh, um, the only reason why I speak up is because I have kids and because like you, it sounds like I have some investments in homes that have made it so that I can do this so that I can fight. I have a little tiny, I've climbed to a higher elevation. I've not a lot, but I got a little tiny edge of a cliff. I can stand on and throw rocks at the bad guys, little pebbles. (laughs) And, and I, and I want to do my part for my kids. Do do you think your daughter will um, someday be like, Oh my God, mama is so proud of you. So proud of you stood up for us. I hope she'll so. see it. Yeah, I hope so. She's, she's a strong girl, but I have to say to you, thank you for standing up as a man because we need more men. There, there's, there's very few men that are doing it. So you get to keep your man card, and God bless you. Oh, right. thank you. The truth is, with, with that, my my wife is like ten times. Like I said, I avoid the places that require masks. I just stopped going to anywhere that required a mask. Good. Cause I didn't want, cause I don't want the confrontation, but my wife just kept going there and just refused to wear the mask. Yeah. Well, good for her. God bless yeah. her. Yeah. We she was that. like, she was like you. She didn't talk to talk. She wouldn't. Uh, my sister's more like you. My sister will straight. Just talk shit to people. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Why are you wearing a mask? Just like, I'm like, Oh, fuck. Tell her to come over. I'm pouring her some wine. Oh, you would love her. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, give your wife a hug because even though she makes it look easy, it's really stressful. There were days. Oh, it's so stressful. Yeah. There were days where I'm like, please go to the grocery store. I can't deal with it today. I can't. I can't. And my husband would go and he'd put his stupid mask on and go to the grocery store. And I would just be like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I can't do this. But yeah, it's hard. It was hard. My, my, my wife, um, you you know, there were, there were family, uh, gatherings that we didn't attend because they wanted us to be tested. What? Yeah. Oh, that breaks did my you, heart. Did you have that with your, any of your, did you not get to go to family gatherings? No, no. All of my family was like, this is silly. Silly. Yeah. Well, actually I have one sister I haven't talked to in a really long time. She moved to Oregon. Uh Oh, she went to the dark side. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't talked to her in a while. 
Have you been to Portland? No, my husband skis, so he went bend somewhere. Yeah, bend. yeah. It's a trip. Is it? Have you been? I've been there. I I spent a lot of time there uh, in Portland, and uh, I've been there probably a hundred times a week at a time. I feel like, and uh, it's zombie land. You can yeah. you you don't even recognize the if. if so I want you to do a study on the men there. I'm, it's a trip. They're not even like men. They're not men. I mean, they're men. They have penises, but they're not. They're, they're suppressing their expression of their DNA, and you can see the suppression of it. Oh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, they've been doing that, and they're. I guess they're buying into it. You know what? The one of the keys to erectile dysfunction is um, vitamin D. You know, being outside, I, being outside. Sun, sun. Yeah. If, in Utah, what was really wild is all these erectile dysfunction um, commercials. I'm like, what? But there's less sun in California than in California. It was crazy. Yeah. I think if you're just not, if you, if you uh, drink lots of water, you're not obese and don't eat a lot of sugar, you'll have, you should be fine. <laughs> well, vitamin D too, actually. Uh, um. Why why aren't you on YouTube more? Everything on you is on Rumble. Oh, they'll they'll probably take it down and censor it, right? Yeah, all the places you end up are on Rumble. Like when I looked at even even the like couple of videos I found of you on YouTube, they seemed like they were just previews for videos that were on Rumble. So then to see the whole thing, I had to go over to Rumble. Interesting. I'm really impressed by you. You you're prepared really well. This is this is the best interview I've ever had. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Really? I say with all humility, almost everyone says that to me. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> uh, David, no. Porn is not. Okay, some porn. Okay, fine. <laughs> Everybody, what happens in their bedroom is private, right? Yes. We all watch porn, don't we? Like, in, in moderation. Private. As my mom would say, everything in right. moderation is okay. Yeah, right. What happens in your bedroom is totally fine. It's your private bedroom. Um. Uh. You were a public defender. Oh my God, you went that far back? That's crazy. When I saw that, I go, you were a full-blown libtard. So here's what's fascinating. So the whole infrastructure is libtards, right? All the teacher, all te most teachers are libtards and most public defenders are libtards, right? And so it's just like basically like someone commits a crime and they feel sorry for him because he got molested by Uncle Buck and so they let him off and then so – and then – and then the teachers are given, well, if they want to come and talk about who they, that they sleep with men and they are men, it's okay because, you know, we, sh we, we shouldn't censor speech. That's the whole, is that the whole infrastructure? Is that why you say homeschool your kid? They're also smoking pot. I never met, and I don't, if you smoke pot, I don't have a problem with it. But when I was a baby lawyer, you're like in your suit and everybody's high. Like the whole public defender's office smoked pot. I'm like, is this for real? They're literally libtards like you know you live in santa cruz everybody's high in santa cruz all the time everybody's high in california now but back then in you know 2012 when i passed the bar it was unbelievable they're yeah they're very liberal i haven't very smoked pot in um 30 years and i don't know if that's true 20 years 25 years and i don't i don't miss it for a second yeah to each his own but i was in court the other day i have one criminal case because i hate practicing criminal law and some of my former colleagues are still masked with the shield. And that's politics. If you're still like that, you're drinking the CNN Kool-Aid. You're, you're not. There's, there's no. That's delusion at this point. One by one, we all kind of fall, right? 
so the only thing I can think of, and I, I know I know people can't stand this comparison. The only thing I can think of is um, Nazi Germany. There had to have been a point where you're like, okay, am I going to report my neighbors for being Jewish to save myself? Or am I going to report my neighbors for being Jewish because I really don't like Jews? But you, there had, for one reason or another, you reported them and you got kind of on the bandwagon out of either fear or because you really hated Jews and you started pushing them towards the gas chamber. But one by one, there and you hear about all sorts of fucking Germans who fucking flipped, right? Who were like, fuck this. And they started protecting the Jews or they left the country. But you also see tons of Jews who turned on other Jews, right? I mean, shit tons of them. How do we – I feel like – I like what you're doing. I feel like what we have to do is we have to – the problem – there's this Taoist saying all problems must flourish before they come to an end. And like I feel like what's happening is is the left keeps crossing the line more and more, forcing more and more Democrats to jump ship. Yeah. So like as soon as you find out they're telling your kid your, – your, your fifth grader – this isn't a joke, people in California. They're telling your fifth grade boy they're showing him pictures of how to 69 with another man if he wants to have intimacy with the man. You just – you're like, okay, my, I can't have that for my fifth grader. And you, and you jump – is that – like what's going to – what do we have to do? I'm kind, of, I'm kind of open to the experiment of letting them just push so far yeah. that everyone just jumps ship. You know what I mean? Like, like, do we have to start taking homes from white people and giving them to black people? <laughs> like, like, what? How far? When? What, why hasn't everyone jumped? Because that side's just crazy. It's it's really hard. It's really hard to stand up. It's easier just to come home, pour your glass of wine, and forget about it, right? So, because I have money, I can do this. I think it's for, I don't, well, I don't know. You tell me why you're doing this for me. I can't do anything else. It's, it's like you have a choice. It's for the kids or against the kids. Yeah. Pick a side. Pick a side. I'm not for the kids. So this is easy. You know, I mean, masturbating with vegetables and you're letting that happen and you're pretending you're not seeing it. I don't you mean, know. You mean being taught that in the schools? Yes. That's yeah. the California healthy kids act, teaching them how to masturbate with cucumbers and you're, I mean, I went and I read the curriculum in Carmel. It's not here, but it's in Orange County. It was happening in Orange County. This is a couple of years ago. There's a, there's a kid in San Luis Obispo who identifies as a raccoon and is demanding a litter box in the classroom. And holy shit. Superintendent in, in Moms for Liberty, we're going to work together on a campaign on this. But the superintendent's like, I don't know what to do. What are you? He doesn't get to keep his man card. What he does is he says, you go be a raccoon at home. At school, you're a human. Yes. You know what I mean? So if, and if you're a parent in that classroom and you're letting that happen, you're going, yeah, give the little kid a, a litter box so that we can watch him poop in the class. What? You know, that, I mean, there's, a, there's you're just, I don't know what to do with those parents. I can't help you if, you if you're letting that happen because the power starts in your locality and you stand up and say, no, they're not raccoons. They're people. Hello. Right. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I will say something to you. Have you met Lee Dundas? Do you know who Lee no. Dundas is? No, no. Okay. So she's a human rights attorney over in Southern California. She's a firecracker. Do your Googling thing with her. Her speech on the Nazi Germany is very powerful. Newsom passed more laws in six months or signed executive orders in six months than Hitler did in six years. Two thirds of your neighbors, when we have to go 1776 in this state, 
meaning we're going to have when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty, and we're going to have to pick up our guns kind of thing in this state if it, if it keeps going the way it is. Two-thirds of your neighbors are going to turn you in because of psychology. That's scary as hell. That's what happened in Nazi Germany. I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I do not understand it. I would, I would say we get a psychologist in the room here and ask them those questions. 1935. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Two thirds of your neighbors, you guys know me, I will pick up my gun and fight to the death for you. But I don't know about my neighbor. Kyle, you don't know shit about raccoons. <laughs> I don't that's who identifies as a raccoon and wants a litter box in the class. Yeah, don't. Heidi, are you serious? Please tell me you're joking. Please tell me you're joking. Please tell me you're joking, Heidi. Please tell me you're joking. You're she's in. Uh, well, she is. She's in Madison. Another Madison. another zombie land. Where? 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 In what state? Oh, Madison, Wisconsin. It's basically. It's just Libtard. Libtard Central. They're, they're what? I don't know. She might be joking. She's wily. She's wily. She's okay. she's wild. This isn't Wisconsin like. More on the conservative side? Not Madison. Not, Not Madison. Madison. Not Madison. It's where the college is, and um, it's where the indoctrination is like at its um at its peak. My my neighbor, my neighbor wouldn't uh d- d- for the first year of the pandemic. He must have hated me. He stopped. Uh, he would only talk to me through the fence. We used to be really close. He wouldn't let my kids come to his house. His kids wouldn't come to my house. Um, he wouldn't shake my hand. He wouldn't get close to me. I mean, he was truly fucking terrified. That's another That's another thing that a lot of these people say, oh, well, we all didn't know in the beginning or we didn't know. Or I had a doctor on here the other day and he goes, we were all fooled in the beginning. And I'm like, no, no, we weren't. No, no, no I could do third grade math. I, I, have, I have a little bit of logic. I could be like, hey, sh- I just need to see a healthy person who's died. Yeah. I just need to see one. I just need to see, show me one CrossFitter who's died. Are the CrossFitters, are CrossFitters getting the job? Uh, y- yes and no. Shitloads of the athletes are because to move from country to country. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this uh, interesting story. You'll like. Um, two. So the CrossFit Games have been going on for sixteen years. They just had their sixteenth year. I know. I met Dave. Dave's oh, that. Yeah, that's all. That's how we met through Dave. Yeah. So, um, uh, they had this year was the first year ever where two athletes had clotting. Both, both Canadians, both vaccinated to the gills, I'm sure. That's the job. That's the job. And uh, even even my mo- – even it, and this is what gives me hope. Even my biggest, most libtard fans uh, – fan, uh, friends, even my biggest, most libtard friends are like, hey, how can anyone ever have a clot in 2022, 2022 and it not be reported in the newspaper as the first question, do they have the jab? The reporters are avoiding it, and even the libtards know. Like you have to ask that now. Everyone knows. Yeah. But but every article you find, you have to read ten articles, but and find some obscure one before someone says they were vaccinated. You know, so and so, the soccer player was vaccinated, and then you're like, okay. Yeah. So so are CrossFitters getting vaccinated? I don't know. I'm in a bubble. You know, unfortunately, I've scared a lot of people and I feel like I have alienated a lot of people. A lot of my friends are vaccinated. Obviously, Caleb's vaccinated. He's in the military, right? The guy who's the co-host on the or okay. the, the the back back end guy on the show. Um, tons of and, and we've talked about it and tons of my friends I know um, have been vaccinated. But I feel like a lot of people who listen to the show, maybe they feel like I judge them for doing it. And so no. they don't want to. Um, and so they don't want to they don't want to talk to me because we think you were misled. 
We think, think I about- don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm stuck. That's where I'm stuck, Tracy. Like Here's- part of me thinks like you were misled, but you're still responsible for it. I have thoughts. I don't have to act on them, but I'm still responsible for them. Let me, let me just, let me just please share some compassion. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I want to be more, and I want to be more compassionate. One of my daughter's friend's mothers is an acupuncturist, nutritionist, Kristen Roth here. And he's got a great business. She, she's, you know, alternative medicine, if you will. She got the jab and her husband was like, what? Right. Cause she's all about, you know, good things, healthy things. So she comes to the beach, drops off her daughter and she stands there and she knows who I am, how I feel, what I think. And she just starts talking. And she said, I was pressured into getting the jab at the risk of losing my license to practice. My family couldn't afford that. And she said, I felt like I died and I gave myself protocols and I felt like I was reborn. That was one of hundreds of stories I've heard. Right. There, what does that mean? She gave herself, she felt like she died like a, in her, like in a religious, like reborn. In her body, physically, something that the, the acupuncture. So, so she did a treatment on me because of childhood trauma, and she went and she did movement and sound and herbs. And to some people, that's weird, but it works. It really works. It's like crystals are weird, but they work. There's power there. You have to use them right. That kind of stuff. Okay. She for her to for her belief system to allow herself to take the risk, of, and she knew she was entering herself into a medical trial. She said she she did a protocol and she's died and she feels like she's reborn. So for the people who have made that choice, they've made it for reasons. You have to have compassion about the reasons. Some people just listen to CNN and thought they were supposed to do it. Others were literally forced to do it or lose their livelihoods. I, you know, we, we are lucky. We're lucky. We didn't have a job we were going to lose. My husband took particular steps that I can't say publicly, right? That's completely different from mine, we all have to make our own personal choices. So what I can say to those who have chosen to get the job, please go get a protocol, find somebody like Kristen Roth and treat your body because there are, there's crazy shit happening to it. And, and I love you and I believe in you. Just go get a treatment. Seriously, please. When you say, by the way, that's cool. Is is that girl? Is, is that girl local in California, Kristen Roth? She's here in Monterey, Kristen Roth, Doctor Roth, and I think she can do telemed appointments because during the the scandemic, she was doing all those Zoom telemed appointments. So call her. You mean basically yeah. protocols to help cleanse yourself of yes. any damage that was done by the? Uh... Yes, like like I, I'm not a doctor. It's like iron and silver and all this you know woo woo stuff, but it but it worked for her. It worked for her. And, and I want it to work for all the people that are watching that got the job. When you say forced, um, you don't, you don't really mean forced. They weren't held down and taking the injection. You're basically saying that there were the weight of losing You're a single mom, you're a nurse, you have two kids who are in junior high. And if you don't take the jab, they're going to fire you. And this is, this is a fuck decision. Where someone like me, I can talk all the shit I want from my little fucking comfortable home in Santa Cruz, collect rent from some of the people who live, make ends meet, yeah. pick apples off my own trees. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. it's a mess. Yeah, I, you know, people, it's real. I want to have compassion. I'm just so, I'm, I, I also know that, okay, how about this? How about we meet halfway? We have compassion for the people who have kids. 
But fuck the people who don't have kids. If you don't have kids and you're not up for the fight, you have nothing to lose. Who cares if you become homeless? It's fucking the best years of my life was I was homeless for five years. It was the best years of my life. It was awesome. I was free. That's yeah. a cool story. Really? Oh, yeah, it was great. So you didn't have any responsibilities at all. You didn't have to pay the mortgage. You didn't have to go grocery shopping. Like my laundry, you just see my laundry. You have to fold your laundry. No. No, no, you just get your clothes out of a free block, free box. And by the way, that's another interesting thing. I, of, of all the, when I was homeless, of all the thousands of people I met when I was homeless, there were only myself and one other guy I ever met who weren't drug addicts. So okay. when I hear people say that there's a homeless population in California, it's a misnomer. There's not a homeless population. They have chosen to be, they've chosen drugs over homes. And so when you build them homes, you're not addressing the issue. When you address the homeless population, you are not addressing, and my listeners have heard me say this many times, you're not addressing the problem. The problem is they're drug addicts. They've put a priority. So a normal person wants to breathe, eat, fuck, shelter. These people have put drugs above fucking and shelter. I love you. Right? And it's like, well, uh, I can't help you. Now we're going to build them homes? They need to try CrossFit. That's a better drug. You know? They, they move them to, I like what um, uh, that, that governor of Florida did, send them to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, that was hilarious. Wasn't that awesome? Ron DeSantis. So, so my question is, is Trump and DeSantis going to run on the same ticket? And if DeSantis won't run with Trump, I think that's a little, a little disrespectful because Trump needs to have his one more chance, right? But DeSantis needs to be president. He's amazing. How old is Trump though? Is, 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 if Trump gets in office, is he going to turn into Biden right before our eyes? <laughs> you don't like Trump, do you? Um, I voted for him. You did? Yeah, I did vote for him. Did really yeah, well. Well, I voted for Hillary. I voted for Obama and Hillary, and then <gasps> I know I was a libtard. I'm telling you. And then, and then, and then the last time I voted for Trump. Do you know I, I whispered that into my dad's ear? He was at my house. I'm like, hey, you got to know I voted for Trump. And my dad like looked at me and just walked outside into my backyard, like with his hands behind his back, like <sighs> like I just gut punched him. I I can't I, have child. I can't have anything that's bad for my children. You can't for you can't you can't sexualize my kid, force them to take drugs, or cover their mouth. Yeah, those and those are the three things that I how I view the Democratic Party. Not that I'm a Republican, but you can't cover my kid's mouth. You can't force them to take drugs, and you can't sexualize them. I have to protect my kids from those things. I have what, to. What are your libtard friends saying about all that? I mean, what do they say? Um. Well, what's interesting is um, two of my friends who have the uh, two two of my friends who have the kids that have gone the tr- the the boys have turned into girls and the girls have turned into boys. I I actually saw them do that to their kids. They thought that they were being open and giving their. That's the weird part, right? I saw them do. I saw them lead their kid down the path of what was supposed to be openness to to from day one. You know what I mean? Like they did the stuff like they have a boy and they're like, oh, look at this dress, thinking that they're being open, not realizing, hey, dude, you're a fucking parent. Yeah. <laughs> you, you make their reality for the first few years. Like you turn. I watched them. The other the other the other kids, they, they have girls and they didn't want their girls to be girly girls. So they dissuaded the liking of the color pink or 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 toe pointing in gymnastics or ballet. It's crazy. Well, I used to hate pink. 
I used to hate it. And that's fine. That, you mean as a parent or as a child? Yeah, as a parent. I'm like, my daughter's never wearing pink. And that had nothing to do with making her a boy. I just hated pink. So I kind of get it. But what did, did you say anything to your friends? This is your friends, right? What Did you say anything? What did they say? I mean, what did they these say? Parents, I try to talk logic to these people. These are the same parents who think that if you get your kid in the martial arts – yeah. That it's going to make them violent. They th- because because they don't know how to think properly. They they don't realize it's actually the exact opposite. Right. My and kids do jujitsu and they're the most calm, patient, loving. They love physical contact. They love hugging. They don't. They're they're never. They don't feel threatened. They're the most calm kids everywhere they go. And yeah. uh, they don't. And that I credit jujitsu, Garth Taylor jujitsu for that. Like, well, is it? It's defensive. You don't ever attack. You're just well defensive right they they do attack they do it they do attack but uh, you know when they go to competitions there's an attack but um in real life the point of, of martial arts is to use your enemy's energy against them but but this but i think most people attack when they feel threatened and people who feel threatened are weak people yeah. so the reason why i don't feel threatened by covid is because i'm not a weak person and i saw and i and i looked over the fence and i saw only the weak people were dying it's it, and i did the math it's not because I'm arrogant or pompous. I just did the math. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the libtards think. I don't know. I I, I don't know. What, I don't know what my friends think. With these parents and they re- didn't respond. I mean, I would be, I would die to be a fly in the room when you ask them, why are you doing this? You know, what, what is the point exactly? And- they think they're being open-minded. Ugh. But they don't realize that they actually did the and the in the name of being open minded, they weren't open minded. They led their kid down that path. That's how much influence we have. I mean, right. even my sixteen year old who supposedly hates me, she loves me. But you know what I'm talking about? Teenagers. She listens to me. You know, she she asks my opinion. We have a lot of influence over our children, so that's really scary, actually. You know, it, it's crazy scary, and and I don't think I I wonder when you do something that's that severe to a child or you do something that bad, I don't know if you can ever admit it to yourself. It would be like if you own 20 McDonald's and then you found out that being vegan was the right way. I don't think you could ever entertain that because you're filthy rich from owning 20 McDonald's. You know what I mean? I'm not vegan, by the way. I just use that as an example. (laughs) My daughter was for a while. She was, it's hard to feed vegans. I was vegan for a while. Were you vegan for a while? I can't. I like bacon. Sorry. Oh, oh that's hard. Then you weren't a full blown libtard if you were never <laughs> vegan. You don't get. I'm taking back your libtard card. Thank you for my man card. You don't get a libtard card. <laughs> oh, I love it. I so love it. Oh. California Parents United. California Parents Union is the website CaliforniaParentsUnion.org. Calm. California Calm. Parents. If you go to California Parents United, a lot of the you know Newsmax and all those guys always say California Parents United. If you go to that website, there's a California Parents Union link. So you can't pick a website; it's there. This is CaliforniaParentsUnion.com. Um, but if you went to CaliforniaParentsUnited.org, there's a link here. But but this is this is the better website, and it's actually getting revamped right now. One of my board members is like, "This isn't pretty enough." So we're going to make it pretty, and then we're going to we're going to start doing some marketing. Um, so we got to get ten million members. Um, you should have written on that chalkboard: diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you go back to that a second, Caleb? Um, and can you click? I, I want to just walk because um, I'm going to do it as soon as the show's over. Um, can you show me how I'm going to send my $25? So you go over to Joint CPU. Mm -hmm. And if you're a if you're a parent, you click parent. If you're a teacher, okay, teacher, I'm a parent. Okay, click parent, and then you drop your 25 bucks. Okay, thank you, Caleb. And, and you have membership benefits. I want to make sure that people know, I love you too. People know, and I, your wife, don't worry, I'm married 22 years. I just don't have my ring on. Um, but people know that there's benefits in there. There's homeschooling, there's legal resources, there's teacher resources, there's how to find bad bills, bad curriculum. I mean, anything you could think of. We're going to have an expert. Do you have a good newsletter? Do you have a good uh, newsletter? We're working on that. Yeah, uh, give me a newsletter. That I need I need it. I like shit thrown in my inbox so I can be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like just bullet points. I like good bullet points in my in my inbox. I like do. Well, we are having an expert webinar with Lisa Logan from Utah. She's become social emotional learning expert. It's October 20th for members. And she's gonna teach you how to look into your curriculum in your schools and find all that sex ed curriculum that you don't like. Okay. Uh, also, one of the cool things we're developing, and this is where we gotta get bigger. But we have a mini Facebook where it's not censored. There's a whole community behind there. It's called CP United Community. And you can build your little profile and it, nobody's going to come and censor us. And so could you imagine how awesome that's going to be when we get to a million members? People are going to be like, screw Facebook. And I'm not trying to compete and be, build another social media site. Please, God, there's to too many. Telegram, Signal, TikTok, Truth. But for California Parents Union members, there's going to be a, a safe place for you to go hang out. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was amazing. God bless you. Thank you for Thank it was you. fun. I had fun. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> and um, and we'll be in touch. If there's ever anything you uh, need from me, anything you ever want to talk about, um, anything you ever want to, uh, I can help promote. Uh, let me know. Uh, the, all our shows are live. Um, we can just have you on for 15 minutes and let you just go off on on whatever um, whatever needs to be said. Deal, deal. And let me know when you're in Carmel. Cool. Yeah, same. Oh, awesome. And same thing. I'm up in Santa Cruz. If you ever come up this way, just text me or call me. Oh, and 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 if you do any. Um, public speaking or there's any videos you ever want to send me just please text them to me so i can stay up to speed I, I you cannot bug me in the slightest oh you're godsend and thank you for being a man standing up <laughs> bye bye i bet she had to pee he, he he's gone what's her ig um that's a good question couldn't find her on Instagram, but her Instagram is um, for the organization is California.parents.united. <sighs> yeah, she's cool. She's fired up. She got that God energy. Oh, my, well, my son Joseph wants everything hot pink. Everything pink. Everything pink. My three-year-old loves purple and pink, so now he rocks his favorite purple shirt all the time and his pink cup. Ha ha. His choice, not mine. Stop controlling everything, parents. But you must control some things. You must control some things. I think the problem is, is not enough parents are controlling enough things. I can't imagine giving my kid a cell phone in junior high. 
maybe if I had a, maybe if I had girls, definitely not boys. Boys are, uh, boys are capable of anything. Even the best boys are capable of any, uh, there's no activity, no bizarre behavior that should surprise you. Who's on tomorrow? Oh, we got Brian Friend coming on tomorrow. Let me see. Here we go. Uh, Tuesday. Uh, it says uh, in the calendar, it says uh, Rogue Predictions with Brian Friend. For some reason, I don't think that's accurate. I think Rogue Predictions are the following week. That's the Rogue Invitational. But uh, I could be wrong. I think tomorrow actually is going to be another debate show between him and John Young. I'll have to find out now, and I'll update the YouTube page if this is wrong. Then on Wednesday, I don't know if those of you, uh, um, this guy, uh, Andrew Walker, he's a Livermore uh, police officer, CrossFitter, um, and he's going to be on the show. We'll do a live call-in show. He, I, I saw this video of this cop pull this guy over. It's this lady cop. And I just think she's too aggressive with him. She started like pushing him and shit when he wouldn't listen to her. And uh, there was some weird middle ground there. Like, I, I just I felt, felt like she, at some points, I feel like you either need to escalate the situation to full blown, just tase them, right? Or, 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 or don't be confrontational and just back off and let the situation breathe a little bit. But she's somewhere in the middle ground that just seems like it's just causing danger. She starts pushing a man, and I'm like, man, like that, that's not going to end well for you. Uh, and then uh, – and it'll be fun just to hear, hear his, um, his views. And then I'll ask him too. It's th- it happens to be two white people, a white cop and, and a, a white lady cop and a, a, a white dude. But then I'll ask him. I'll be like, hey, what if the guy was black? What if the cop was black? What if – we'll, we'll play, play the race game just for shits and giggles. Then on Thursday – I'll do another live call and show, and this one will be with Bill Grundler. I cannot believe I'm 600 shows in, and I haven't had Bill Grundler on five times, let alone this is the first time. Bill and I go way back. Bill was doing CrossFit before me, um, and I he, he has uh, he was kind of legendary in the fitness community um, in California. Uh, he was a captain of a fire department that one of my friends was a fireman on and uh, the stories that would come out of there were insane. And that was even before Bill knew of CrossFit, he would put his guys through the ringer. So it'll be fun catching up with Bill, um, finding out what's going on with get with the programming. And then on the eighth, we have Jamie Jenkins on, this is going to be good. This is a Zoe Harcomb uh, recommendation. This is going to be a crazy show. We're going to talk about the vaccine. I'm going to get kicked off of YouTube. All right. Thanks guys. Caleb. Thank you. He's back there. I I just, he won't let me bring him on. Nope. All right, guys. I'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Peace.